with Lance Gilman at Northern Alliance Financial, customizing the strategy of your retirement plan is just one of his goals. With Lance Gilman and Northern Alliance Financial, there's so much more. It's a custom approach in taking the time to get to know you, to get to know your unique financial situation. Most importantly, finding out your retirement goals. That information is critical in creating your retirement plan. This involves building income for your retirement and proper protection with proactive tax strategies, long-term care and out-of-pocket health care protection, and knowing your legacy wishes building your retirement and it never hurts to get that human touch holistic and customized retirement planning it means so much call lance gilman at northern alliance financial 833-856-1384 833-856-1384 investment advisory services are offered through foundations investment advisors llc an sec registered investment advisor Coming up, we explore the retirement planning landscape and how one generation in particular is facing significant risk to their retirement. And we'll find out how much you know or don't know about planning for retirement. That and more on today's show. Hi, this is Coach Pete. And if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everyone. This is Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, and joining me today is Derek Hewitt. Derek is an independent fiduciary at Northern Alliance Financial. NAFinancialAdvisors.com is the website. Northern Alliance Financial, you guys have been doing what you do, and, uh, you know, it used to be Frisbee and Associates. Now it's just you. Well, it's not just it's, you, but it's... <laughs> but yeah, I mean, no, that, it's, no, it's gone through some changes, and, and, and very positive changes. Absolutely, absolutely. It was uh, this whole whole thing was started with Kevin Frisbee and Frisbee and Associates, and it's the same advisors here. Uh, we have just it's more encompassing of a team of advisors and not just one individual advisor. We are located in the same locations and expanding, uh, and you know doing the same thing. So you know it, it's been a good change, uh, and a great change, and I think a needed change. But yeah, we're still here doing what we've been doing for many many years. Mm-hmm. And we continue to do so. All right. Well, again, this is going to be an interesting segment, I think, because, uh, you know, over the last few decades, uh, the the, the retirement landscape, and we talk about this every week, I think, Derek, in that it has changed so much. I mean, the days of the pensions are gone. Gold watches don't exist. I mean, you know, there's there's just a lot of things that are very different today than when our parents or even our grandparents certainly uh, retired. Uh, Let's talk about late baby boomers, those born between 59 and 64. And then to, to clarify, baby boomers, 46 to 60. But the late baby boomers are having a little issue right now. What are we talking about, Derek? Yeah, you know, I mean, basically, you know, what's what's happened really is some of these late baby boomers, um, you know, they're in their peak earning years mm-hmm. uh, when they were 42 to 49 years old. That's when we went through the uh, the Great Recession. You know, it was really one of the biggest and most significant downturns since the depressions and, you know, back in the 1930s. Oh, yeah. So, sure. Uh, you know, people lost a lot of money during, obviously, both times. But when we're talking about the late baby boomers during that time, they lost a lot of money and um, maybe, you know, lost a um, some confidence in the market. And so what you found is, especially during those peak earning years, if they are losing confidence, losing money, uh, they may not put as much in as they typically would. Uh, and so they're not, you know, getting the return and they're not, you know, taking advantage of those peak earning years and that those peak earning income. So, you know, so what's happening is, is, you know, some of them have never kind of regained, you know, what they should have had uh, mm-hmm. because they just lost the confidence. And then, you know, 
you only have so many years to earn the money that you're earning. And, you know, for some people, health and other things can come in and throw a wrench in things. So, you know, people are just coming into issues now when they're looking to retire. Well, absolutely. And uh, folks, if you want to get a head start, I'm going to give you a number. It's 833-856-1384. Talking about late baby boomers. And again, I mean, I am near that area. And so, I, you know, growing up, I mean, I looked at my parents and, my, you know, my mom had a pension and my grandparents had a pension. So I'm thinking, OK, I guess when I get when I grow up and, uh, you know, get old and retire, I'll have a pension. Well, OK, welcome to reality. Yeah, no, not so much. You know, a lot of the um, the folks that we sit down with are probably fifty five plus typically, and so we're running into a lot of people uh, that typically don't have pensions. And I would say uh, less than between five and ten percent have pensions these days that are coming in, and those are those those are the ones that are retiring or coming in to see us uh, in the later years. Uh, You know, obviously the ones that are younger typically don't have it because a lot of companies just done away with it. So now you're responsible for your own pension in the form of a 401k or you know 403b your retirement account. So let me ask you this, Derek, in that transition, in other words, when the 401ks kind of came around and and companies were embracing them and then they were realizing, okay, this is our way out of the pension thing. Are there people who were there at that point in time and how did they survive? What did they do? And and are you getting questions like that? Well, you know, I mean, a lot of what we get is just uh, most people that are coming in now, like I said, they they typically don't have pensions, but- Yeah, but a lot of them, what we're running into, have been good savers. And so if they've been good savers, you know, we can create the pension for them. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that's that's one of the good things that we can do. But, you know, everybody's situation is different. So, you know, sometimes we have people that are just kind of reserved about coming in to see someone because they just don't think they've done a good job or they're where they need to be. Uh, And, you know, listen, you're never going to change your position where you're at or or get to where you need to go if you don't at least sit down, put together a plan, and and talk about it. And sure. so, you know that that's what we try to do. And so there may not be pensions much really available that much anymore, but you know we try to help people create pensions in the form of their four hundred one ks and through other investment uh, related products that we use. Sure. And so when you uh, when you take into account, you mentioned this a moment ago, but the uh, the market crash 2000, 2001, the Great Recession 2007, 2009. I mean, there were folks that retired in that time frame that that really never recovered. And so my my question is, how do we make sure that that doesn't happen? And I know it can because um, because that's one of the things that you do. You you protect against those kinds of things. Yeah, so those those things that you mentioned, you know, the um, the great obviously the great uh, recession that we ran in through, sure. you know, back in two thousand seven to two thousand nine. Yeah, listen, something like that uh, probably will happen again. I can't say that it isn't, and so we have to plan that it most likely will. But what we can do is we can plan for that accordingly and make sure that you're diversified in a way that you're not going to experience a downturn like folks did back then. I think a lot of folks back then, before it happened, uh, the market was doing quite well. And so they had a lot more risk than maybe they should have had. And uh, obviously, you know, being really risky and then going into a major downturn like that, you're going to lose a lot of money. So, you know, there are ways to get a good return and diversify so that way you can, you know, you can get a good earning and obviously eliminate some of that risk so you don't experience a downturn like then. So we just need to kind of go through your portfolio and really really come up with a plan and understand that, listen, these things may happen again in the future. And when they do, we can be prepared for it. 
Well, and again, one of the ways I know is with the you know when you've got a when you've got a, an annuity with you know there's no downside risk in certain annuities, and that that really becomes uh, you know a welcome thing. Yeah, yeah, you know that is that is one way to recreate a pension. In fact, we use uh, an income annuity to replace pensions all the time. I still do run into folks periodically that um, have pensions, and whenever they do, we'll look at the lump sum pension option, and we'll put that over into an income annuity instead because there are much more benefits, and it's much more advantageous for them to do that than to leave it and take the income or the pension as the annuity through their company. Okay. So there are those products available for people, absolutely, and we do work with them. All right. Um, so let's talk. So we're talking about uh, um, late bloomers. Let's talk middle bloomers. Um, I said bloomers. Anyway, <laughs> silly. Uh, middle boomers uh, born fifty four to fifty nine. Um, so what's uh, what's their com- what's their common you know spot right now? Yeah. So you know, really, their per- peak earning years are typically, like I said, forty two to forty nine, yep. and. This is the time when you're really socking away a lot of money for retirement. So in the case of middle boomers, with the Great Recession being 2000, 2007, excuse me, to 2009, that played a significant role in their savings as well. And so, you know, like I said, it's the same as before. A lot of people just lost confidence in, in the market. And they may have, you know, I have a lot of people that during these times, especially during that Great Recession, I've run into that just went into cash because they were just afraid sure. and they just never got, never got out of it. And unfortunately... Or, you know, what happens in that situation is when they come in, they just don't have the type of retirement funds that they should have had because they just didn't get any earnings. Uh, and uh, that can really that can really put a, a wrench in things as well. Um, and I've I, I, I've run into quite a few people that have uh, have done that and uh, just cash, cash, cash. And, you know, well, cash is is safe in a way. You know, you're safely losing money is what I say, especially oh, yeah. in these days with inflation the way it is. You know, but the, the issue is, you know, well, when we have a, a year like last year, for example, you know, people sometimes feel safer there and it's just not a place to stay permanently. But if you don't know what to do, sometimes it's it feels safe at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, so we talk about, um, you know, if you, we, the, the middle boomers, the 54 to 59. So if we, you know, those like in 1957, kind of right there in the middle of it, um, boy, that, that particular age group could have, I mean, really suffered some serious losses. And I mean, the only good news is they were, they were under 50 at that point. And so now maybe they've recovered. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is, is you know, they, they, there's still time and time is, 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 very, it's a great thing to have, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because if you have more time on your side, you got you can change things, and that's why I always tell people. You know, they always ask, "What should my son or daughter or, or grandchildren do?" Um, you know, someone that's in their twenties, you know, just starting, or even early thirties, and you know, I tell them just put something, something away, because they've got so much time on their side. So when you have time, you can make a much, you can make many more mistakes during yes, that time. Yes, of course you can, of course, you know, and you can recover easier. Well, yeah, and because there is there is time to recover. That's the whole point. And, mm-hmm. and again, as we get closer to it, obviously that recovery time becomes a, a, a bigger factor. And hopefully, well, we won't, uh, we're, we've got a good plan in place, so I don't have to worry. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Because you absolutely. take the worry out of us, you know, getting to retirement. Yeah, you know, a, a, what, a failure to plan is a plan to fail, yes, right? Yes, you know, that's, that's the saying. And so, you know, listen, plans are going to change. And they, they, life is is unpredictable, and you know, putting a plan in place, sitting down and talking to somebody about uh, about your goals and your risk tolerance, all these things, put it all together in a plan, and come up with an idea or you know a roadmap, you know, to get you where you need to go. And then mm-hmm. you know things will change, but it, you, you need to do something because if you don't, you're just 
you know, I mean, it's just you're, you're setting yourself up for failure by not putting anything in place. Absolutely. Folks, if you're feeling like uh, we've piqued your interest on a few topics here, and I think we have, why don't you give us a call? In fact, let's do that. Let's open up the phone lines, invite folks to call. Come on in and have that conversation with Derek. It's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family have access to a fiduciary financial planning team. Our holistic planning process takes a look at your entire financial picture. We break it down to an easily understandable financial review and confirm that you have enough to last the rest of your life and also that you'll be able to have a ton of fun. That's at least what we want you to be able to do. So as a thank you for listening to the show, we'll perform a complimentary financial review of your portfolio and see if you might need a more comprehensive plan. That review begins begins with us listening to you. We want to know what your main concerns are, what your worries are in regards to your financial planning future, whether that's outliving your money, deciding what social security strategy to choose, recognizing the amount of fees that you're currently paying, or you want to be more tax efficient. Our advisors at Northern Alliance Financial will collaborate and put together our best ideas specific for you. And as a thank you for listening to the show today, we'll perform that easily understandable financial review completely complimentary. How can we put you you in a better financial position. Hey, that sounds great. This is really, it's a, why we give you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances, no cost, no obligation. You can find out how much risk you're taking. If there are any red flags that could be a problem for you down the line. Do you really know how much you're paying in fees or commissions? Let Derek take a deep dive and let you know. What about potential tax liabilities? And of course, a lifetime retirement income plan that includes maximizing your Social Security benefits. If you want to take advantage of this complimentary offer, all it takes is a phone call right now, 833-856-1384, 833-856-1384. It's not uncommon for folks to put off retirement planning with a professional due to preconceived notions or misunderstandings about the topic. Today, we are dispelling some of the financial planning myths in an effort to help separate fact from fiction. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. How's the market doing? It's fine. How's the market doing now? The same as it was five seconds ago. Stop worrying about market volatility. A good retirement plan will keep you from panicking. Get that solid retirement plan with lifetime income and protection from retirement pitfalls. Call Lance Gilman at Northern Alliance Financial 833-856-1384, 833-856-1384. Grandpa, how come you don't have to go to work anymore? Oh, well, that's because I was smart and got the help I needed to get a retirement plan together. I met with a professional who took all that money I'd saved and all those investments and turned it into, well, you know what a paycheck is, right? Well, they built a retirement paycheck. That's why I don't have to work. Living the good life. Your grandma is going to be fine, too. I want to be like you. I'm going to do that, too. The proper growth, protection, and income strategies. Vital for your retirement. Talk to a professional about the best custom strategies for you and your retirement. Call Lance Gilman at Northern Alliance Financial, 833-856-1384. Lance Gilman, Northern Alliance Financial, 833-856-1384, 833-856-1384. 
we are going to be navigating the volatile and unpredictable financial world. It's, it's a little scary out there. And uh, Derek just uh, said that uh, we're going to talk about some of the, um, you know, fact fiction or somewhere in between. There's a lot of things out there that people are saying, I think, Derek, uh, that, that um, you know, you probably hear things like this, right? I mean, the things that we're going to go over here when we talk about fact fiction or somewhere in between. Uh, all the time. Often. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so like this one, I don't need help with my plan. I can use an app for free and get the same information. Is that fact fiction or somewhere in between, do you think? Well, you know, I, I would say that that is fiction. And uh, okay. you know, the good good thing about we don't hear that as much with, uh, you know, a lot of the folks coming in, but we're starting to more and more. A lot of the people, like I said, coming in are usually 55 plus. Uh, but, you know, as the, the um, younger folks are growing up, this is going to be something that's going to be more and more of a, of a concern or a roadblock for advisors. And I think that they, people have to understand that these, um, these robo-advisors, these things you can kind of get now, that's apps that you have, you know, there's no personalization to it. Uh, a lot of times people coming in, they want to sit across from somebody. And there's a lot of things that aren't accounted for if you're doing it through an app or a program. Uh, make may not cost you much. There might be some pretty cheap, if not free ones out there. But, you know, it's sort of the saying you get what you pay for. Right. Well, exactly right. I think that's well said. And uh, so here we go. Let's continue. We've got more fact fiction or somewhere in between. Uh, I like this risk tolerance and risk exposure are the same thing. Absolutely not. Fiction. Absolutely not. Okay, that's simple. That's the short yeah, answer. It, yeah, you know, it's, it's fiction. And, you know, your risk tolerance is really the assessment of, of what you can handle risk-wise. Um, okay. And that's something that we'll sit down with somebody at the beginning. Uh, in the first appointment, I'll have somebody fill out a risk tolerance questionnaire. It's just hypotheticals, about seven questions, just to get an idea of where they are or where they where they think they are. Um, and then from there, you know, is we'll kind of put together a plan and really see if where they are matches up with what their risk tolerance is. You know, we'll run an analysis on their portfolio and just really see, you know, if somebody fills out a risk tolerance and, you know, they're conservative and I see that they're in an aggressive portfolio, well, there, there's a red flag there. So right. we'll, we'll talk about it. But as far as um, as far as asset allocation, you know, that that's completely different. And so the basic way to put that is, you know, your assets could be something like having, I don't know, like 50 percent in equities, stocks and 40 percent in bonds and then 10 percent in cash. Those are three different assets. Now, just because you're, you know, split up that way doesn't mean you're diversified and it really doesn't go along with your risk tolerance because you can be you can really be in some pretty pretty risky things as far as the equity side goes. You could be in low credit bonds or riskier bonds. So your risk tolerance and asset classes are two completely different things. Right. Well, and again, though, but that, I think those are the, some of the basics that sometimes people just, you know, they hear, they hear words and, and, and don't really understand the difference between them. Yeah, it's true. And, and a lot of people, they don't want to understand it, you know, because it's just not no, what they true. do. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so we get that a lot. Yeah, they just it's it's confusing to them, and they they don't want to make mistakes, and so that's a lot of times why we have people coming in. They're just looking for some some questions, excuse me, some answers to some of their questions. And you know what we also provide is an education because we want to educate people, uh, you know, about what their situation is, what it looks like, and if we see red flags or things that need to be changed, you know, we'll talk about that. Mm -hmm. 
you know, risk tolerance and risk exposure are certainly a, a, a common theme to some of the appointments that we have with folks. Of course. Uh, let's see. All right. So you will spend more when you retire because of higher medical costs, fact, fiction, or something else? Well, I, I would say that's probably somewhere in between. Okay. Obviously, it's it's going to depend on your health. <laughs> that, that's going to be a huge thing. Uh, but there, there was, you know, I had, a, there was a Fidelity Investment um, Healthcare it was an article I read about healthcare estimates in, in 2022. The average American couple, you know, estimates the total cost of their healthcare and retirement to be around 41,000, which is way off because in actuality, you know, the average 65-year-old couple retiring this year can expect to spend on average about 315,000 on their healthcare <laughs> yeah, expenses well, throughout a, retirement. That's a far cry yeah. from what did you just say 60,000 or something? Yeah, at forty one thousand is oh, what they thought, God. and and I think some people have the preconceived notion that we're on Medicare, you know, which is which is a great plan. There are a yep. lot of great Medicare plans out there, but they have the preconceived notion that we're in Medicare and things are covered. But there's a lot of things that are not covered, and uh, you know, there's a lot of things that need to be accounted for. So yeah, your your healthcare costs, you're going to spend more um, typically in retirement than you might before, just because of the fact that uh, you know you're getting older and sicker and. You know, so these plans don't cover everything. Well, that's the that, I mean, that's the point, and and I think we have to be ready for that. And and but you take medical costs and, and planning for healthcare as an overall part of the plan, and, and you try to work in as much as you can, uh, depending on what's available. Yeah, I, I often tell people, I said, listen, we we're not going to be able to put the perfect plan together, but we're going to do the best we can. One thing that can throw a wrench in it is 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 your healthcare. So we're going to try to account for it the best we can. One thing that we do is we'll have them sit down with uh, you know an agent, an independent agent here in the state of Maine uh, that we partner with that can look at all of the plans to help them figure out what plan is the best for them. Because uh, that's just a part of, you know, fitting these puzzle pieces of retirement together. Uh, you know, your healthcare is very important, healthcare or Medicare. So, you know, we want to make sure that we sit them down with somebody if they need the help to, you know, to make sure they're in the right plan. One of the things that we hear that I'm sure you hear all the time is, well, I've, I can't retire yet. I haven't got a million bucks. I need a million dollars to retire. That's that's the rule. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, for so much, a lot right? of people, that might not be enough. For some, it might be. It's just every situation is different. But there's sure. so much more to it than just a million dollars. And, you know, I have people that come in sometimes and they'll they'll um, ask me, how much do I think they need to retire after a brief conversation? I want to say there's a little more, more to it than that. You know, so we need to look at, you know, your income, your expenses, uh, what your debt looks like and what you think you're going to be doing or spending in retirement. You know, and for somebody that just is, doesn't really have any debt, has mortgage paid off, doesn't really do much outside of, you know, outside of just things around the house, no traveling, things like that. Mm -hmm. They're going to need less money. Maybe they can make it work. Uh, a lot of people, their beginning of their retirement years, are going to do a lot of traveling. Uh, you know, I get get an RV and start traveling the country. That's a common thing. And, you know, and, and living like it's vacation, like because it really is their vacation from work. And, you know, things can get a little bit more expensive. You want to make sure you account for it. Yeah. So really, you want to make sure you have I, you want to make sure you have more than enough money. It, it's better to have more money than than not enough, because when you do finally run out of money in retirement, typically you're much older. And it's not like you could just go back and start earning more money at that point. Probably so, not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we've got uh, more here. Let's see. Um, I like this one, too. You need 70 to 85% of your current income level to live comfortably in retirement. I mean, again, I, I, I we've talked about 
about that before. And I, I don't think that's the case. No, you know, I, I don't think it's the case. And a, a lot of people aren't going to earn the same income in retirement that they are during their working years. But it really goes down to their spending habits and what they were doing during their working years. So if, you know, they have a lot more coming in than going out, then it's going to be much easier to account for that in retirement. You know, they're living within their means. And some people have no no problem transitioning into retirement because of that. For other people, yeah, traveling, spending, you know, things with their grandkids. They, you know, I've got people that, uh, clients that love to, you know, donate to the, you know, the um, 529 plans for the grandkids and every year and do all these things. Then they want to keep doing it. So, you know, yeah, you're going to, your income may not be as high, but you're going to need to account for that somewhere. And so one of the things that we do with folks is we help them uh, create, you know, like we mentioned before, a pension plan or another source of income mm-hmm. that they can't run out of. So, and that, that makes things a little bit easier. But yeah, you know, you're, 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 you may need 70 to 85% of your current income level to live comfortably in retirement. I don't know. Maybe it depends on, you know, what you plan on doing. Well, I mean, for, I think a lot of folks, if they're in good health and they're just retiring, I mean, between you and me, I want a hundred, maybe 110% of what I was making when I was working. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I and mean, cause I, especially absolutely. early on, I want to, I want to do stuff. Yep. 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 And, and the thing is too, it's, you know, it's one of those things where, uh, it's better to have more money than not enough, you yes, know, of and then, you know, if you have more coming in and you, you don't know what to do with it, well, that's a good problem to have, Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, I, I, in the 833-856-1384. So we're going through all these fact and fiction and uh, really kind of getting some things clarified. And uh, on that note, though, uh, Derek, let's go ahead and invite folks to call and uh, we will take a quick break. It's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family have access to a fiduciary financial planning team. Our holistic planning process takes a look at your entire financial picture. We break it down to an easily understandable financial review and confirm that you have enough to last the rest of your life and also that you'll be able to have a ton of fun. That's at least what we want you to be able to do. So as a thank you for listening to the show, we'll perform a complimentary financial review of your portfolio and see if you might need a more comprehensive plan. That review begins with us listening to you. We want to know what your main concerns are, what your worries are in regards to your financial planning future, whether that's outliving your money, deciding what social security strategy to choose, recognizing the amount of fees that you're currently paying, or you want to be more tax efficient. Our advisors at Northern Alliance Financial will collaborate and put together our best ideas specific for you. And as a thank you for listening to the show today, we'll perform that easily understandable financial review completely complimentary. How can we put you in a better financial position? Hey, that sounds fantastic. Here it is. Great opportunity for folks to sit down and get a financial roadmap put together. Uh, Derek and the team at Northern Alliance Financial are there for you. They can take well, complicated things and break it down into something that really makes sense. It's just an excellent chance for you to get a true practical financial review. So if you're listening, call us 833-856-1384. You will get that comprehensive financial review just described and you'll see where you are today. But more importantly, it does become a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. In short, you've got nothing to lose. Call us right now, 833-856-1384. 833-856-1384. Coming up after the break, more financial planning, fact or fiction. Stay tuned. This is such a blow to invest in what right now breaking news here, stocks all around the world. It takes courage to face up to things like volatile markets and Wall Street money traps. If you're unsure, worried, or losing sleep about your money, do something about it. 
Call Lance Gilman and the team at Northern Alliance Financial at 833-856-1384. Again, that's 833-856-1384. It's your go-go years, so let's get going with another retirement road trip. On today's road trip, let's take a ride in the sky. Today, we're going on the Skyline Drive, which runs through Virginia's beautiful Shenandoah Valley. The historic 105-mile Skyline Drive is a national scenic byway and winds its way north to south on the top of the mountains. There are 75 scenic overlooks that offer incredible views of the Shenandoah Valley to the west and the rolling Piedmont to the east. Many people plan their trip in the fall for the breathtaking view of the leaves changing colors, but roadside wildflowers are there all year. Trillium in early spring, in June it's azaleas, and cardinal flower, black-eyed Susans, and goldenrod keep the color coming right into fall. Now don't be in a rush on the Skyline Drive. The speed limit is 35 miles per hour and strictly enforced. That's because of the curves and to protect you and the other tourists and the wildlife. Without warning, you could have a deer, a wild turkey, even a black bear across the road. The entire 105-mile trip will take about three hours, but that's not taking into account the stops along the way to take in the view or maybe a walk on a trail. No matter where you are on the Skyline Drive, there's something to do or see nearby. Sample wine and craft beer at various wineries and breweries. Go underground into Luray Caverns. Hawksville Mountain, you're at 4,050 feet. It's a short hike to the best view. Lose yourself in the garden maze in Luray. Hike to the Lewis Spring Falls near Stanley. Take a horseback ride out of Jordan Hollow Stables. These are just a few of the many attractions along your journey on Virginia's Skyline Drive. One of the biggest rewards of retirement is the adventure on which you're about to embark. Make sure your plan is the best it can be. The rewards are sky high, like the scenic drive featured on today's retirement road trip. This is Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadok. Derek Hewitt is here. Derek is an independent fiduciary advisor at Northern Alliance Financial, part of the larger team. I get the chance to talk with, well, pretty much the whole team. I talk to Jeremy, I talk to Lance, talk to Peter, and you, of course. I mean, it's uh, you guys have really kind of, and you've got the state covered between the four of you, and I know you're looking for more people, but between the four of you, you guys got it covered, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I, we do. We do. And the four of us are covering a, the whole entire state. Offices located all over the state of Maine. Uh, we are uh, in the process of finding an advisor to take uh, or help in some of the territory. But, you know, we're, we're picky about who we take on. So it's taken a little bit of time to find the right person. And uh, eventually we will. But yeah, Jeremy, myself, Peter and Lance, um, we are, uh, you know, fiduciary advisors here in the state. We run workshops all over the state. Uh, we've got education, asset preservation. We've got uh, lunch workshops and we do this and TV. So we stay covered and we um, we try to educate as much as we can. I think that's the, the, the pillar to what we do is just education. And we want to educate folks about retirement, uh, about their options, and, you know, maybe we can help them along the way. So, yeah. Yeah, I think we do a good job of covering things here for the four of us. Sure. Uh, well, yeah, absolutely. And and uh, the folks of Maine are the beneficiaries of all of that. <laughs> you guys working so hard. Yeah, absolutely. So, so we're we're talking about you know this fact fiction or or uh, maybe somewhere in between. Uh, and this kind of goes on to you know rules of thumb, which are are just that they're they're nothing really. I mean they're they're a guide. They're maybe a starting point, but certainly not 
not based in reality, right? Was that fair? Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's fair. That's yeah. fair because there, there's a lot more to it than this. But this is certainly a starting point, yeah. and it, it it can get you thinking about things. All Absolutely. Right. Well, let's think about this. You can boost your monthly Social Security payments by eight percent a year if you delay claiming until age seventy. Fact, fiction, or somewhere in between? I know the answer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that's a fact. That is um, a fact absolutely, is. you can. Now, should you do it? Well, that just depends, uh-huh. you know. And that 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 comes into looking at the big picture here and looking at everything. Um, I, you know, listen. I tell people with Social Security planning because we do do that. We help folks with that because well, we should because it's a big piece of their retirement income, of course, most likely, and they're going to need help figuring out when to file and when you know, what the best strategy is. And so that's things that we help people with doing. However, I will often tell people, I'll say, listen, there's no right or wrong answer necessarily for when you should file for social security. Uh, Sometimes it's a matter of opinion because, you know, the only perfect plan for social security filing would be to know when you're going to pass away. Uh, And then we could do the perfect plan and get you the most amount of money. But we don't know that. So what we would do is typically with most folks, I'll recommend, you know, 67 is the full retirement age for most people. Um, at this point, uh, it's they're looking to raise that, obviously. But mm-hmm. for now, it's 67 is is the full retirement age. And what that means is that you're going to get your full benefit from Social Security. There's no reduction because uh, you can get your re- benefit all the way down to 62, but it's heavily reduced. So 67 is that full benefit. Now, if you're willing to wait for each year, yes, you're going to get an 8% increase. Uh, and that's great because that will maximize your benefit significantly. But do you really need to? Well, that's the question. And one, one situation why I would recommend holding or delaying their benefit to get that maximum benefit would be for a higher earning spouse who is 10, 12, 15 years older than the younger spouse. Yep. Uh, because with survivorship benefit, you know, for folks listening that, you know, when someone passes away, the bigger benefit stays. You don't keep both benefits. And, you know, that's going to make things a little bit easier uh, if you can build that higher spouse spouse's benefit as high as possible. And so that would be a situation where we recommend doing that. But, you know, for a lot of folks too, just collecting at 67, I think is is a good option. As long as you do it and you have an idea of what your income is going to look like tax-wise, you're not putting yourself into another bracket, collect it at 67 because you're not going to be um, penalized anymore for the amount of money you earn if you start collecting at 67. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's different because if you start collecting at 64, you know, uh, this year it's a little over 20, 21,000. Anything, every $2 over you make, you get a dollar reduction in your benefit. So if you have somebody making 60,000, 70,000 a year and collecting, they're getting a reduced benefit already. Plus, they're getting the reduction from their income being over the means test. So, you know, at 67, that goes away. So that, you know, it's worth thinking because you're probably going to be more active in doing more things earlier on. So maybe getting the money then is is worth it. Sure. It's a conversation you need to have. But that's right. It's a conversation to have. And, and those are decisions that we reach on our own. But you, I like how you can explain it and, and you give us some options, you know, this or this or this. I, I just think that makes so much sense and gives me the kind of confidence I need to get into retirement. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm someone who likes to see something in front of me yeah. and and wants to know the options. And, you know, that's absolutely what we do. Um, and, uh, you know, at least if you know all the options, you can you can make a much easier, a much better decision than just kind of going with it. You know, I have people coming in, they collect it at 62 because they thought that that's what they should do. They sure. didn't even need the money then. Yeah. And they wish they hadn't. <laughs> of course. So here we go. Fact fiction, somewhere in between diversification and asset allocation are the same thing. Huh. No, yeah, that that would be fiction. That would, that be, would fiction. be fiction. Sure, I mean they they couldn't be more 
different, could they? Well, not different, well, but, but they're but they're not even connected, really. No, I mean you can you can certainly diversify, and uh, part of that you can do within your asset classes. But no diversification, you know, like for example, you could have your asset allocation of fifty percent bonds and fifty percent uh, equities or stocks, and. Like I said, you you may not be diversified within those things. So you could, for your stocks, you could just hold 100% Tesla. And then in one, you could hold one bond fund for the other 50%. That's not necessarily diversification. You may be split between those two asset classes, but you're certainly not diversified. So mm-hmm. they're, they're much different. And diversifying, there's much more to it than just having a, a different asset classes. You really need to make sure that what you're holding within there is it makes sense for what you're trying to do. And I have people coming in and sometimes, you know, if they don't have statements or something showing their holdings, it's hard for me to tell them what's going on in their portfolio. And not, sometimes someone will say, well, yeah, I've got about 60% equity and 40% bonds. And I said, well, that's it, it sounds good. It sounds okay. I, I don't know what you're holding within there. And so unless I know what you're holding, I don't know really if you're diversified or not. Right. Well, I mean, again, that's th- those are the kinds of things that you can find out. And that can help, again, people understand, all right, so this is what I need to do in order to have the kind of retirement that I want. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I am. Um, I can you think about a client I had, uh, well, a client now, but they came in before they were a client to kind of do a review of their portfolio. And uh, it was a uh, gentleman who had been doing it himself for so long. And really what he did was he he had a few different accounts and they were all plugged into one mutual fund um, mm-hmm. over at Vanguard. And, you know, what I told him was I said, it, it, you know, really, you know, the, the mutual fund, you're really – that all that's happening is that mutual fund is making the decisions and they're really not talking to each other, meaning that each account has a separate mutual fund that's, you know, kind of managing things. And so there's no cohesive manager that's really going over everything. And there's a lot of risk there, you know, because if one of those funds doesn't do well, that's, you know, 33% of your portfolio right there. That So, you know, what we did was we, we put things and combined it so that everything is being managed cohesively. There's, um, you know, and we have a better understanding of where he's diversified and what's going on. So, you know, you really have to look at these things and make sure that you're, um, you know, you're diversified not only among asset classes, but among like the type of asset classes, you know, that you have in there, excuse me, the stocks, bonds, whatever else you may hold. Sure. Mm -hmm. So, uh, all right, we've got time for more here. Let's, Let's see, fact fiction or somewhere in between, there is too much uncertainty to properly plan for retirement. Okay, right there, I'm going to say B as in B, S as in S. Yeah. So, well, that is actually fiction um, uh-huh. because you you can certainly plan. There are many, many variables. And, you know, again, we're not going to put the perfect plan together, but it's much better to plan than not to plan. And so there are a lot of things we need to take into consideration. And, you know, for somebody who doesn't do this every day, it may seem overwhelming, uh, sort of a daunting task to approach uh, on, the, you know, on their own or by themselves. But that's why, you know, somebody coming in will sit down and we'll spread it over two or three appointments. We'll first appointment, we'll kind of gather the information and find out as much as we can about them. Uh, and then we'll start to put a plan together. And I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've had people that have come in, you know, looking to possibly retire. And then when we finally done everything and put everything in place, they're just enjoying retirement and happy they did it. So, uh, yeah, the, the answer to that would be certainly be fiction. Sure, of course. And so uh, this is a great question. I think what, what's the biggest uh, piece of uh, misinformation when it comes to financial planning that you've that you've heard? Is it, I mean, is there is there one thing or a couple things that people come in with and you just just shake your head, go, how can you believe that? I mean, I know you wouldn't say that, but I'm just saying. Yeah. 
Well, you know, one of the things that I hear often uh, before somebody comes in on the phone, and it's usually the opposite, is I'll either hear, I've got more than enough money for retirement, uh-huh. or I'm not even not even where I need to be. And a lot of times, it's the opposite, Steve. It's the <laughs> one who's saying they don't have enough money for retirement is usually okay. And the ones who think they got more than enough, sometimes they aren't. So one of the things I hear is, you know, I just don't have enough money, or I simply can't afford to work with an advisor. And, uh, you know, it's simply not true. And so, you know, it's, you're not going to know unless you sit down. And sometimes people are just think that, um, that there's no help for them. I've had that. I've heard that many times. There's just wow. no help for us. And uh, I can tell you the people I'm thinking about, the clients of mine now, they, they, they had plenty of money. So, you know, if I just went based off of what they were saying, it sounded like they were in, you know, some pretty bad shape and they really weren't. So you're not going to know unless you come in, you sit down with an advisor. And one thing that we offer is a no fee consultation, um, you know, for folks so that, you know, there's no cost for them to come in and have a conversation. And then from there, you know, if we can help them, we'll talk to them what that might look like. Sure. Well, folks, if that's you, why don't you make that phone call right now? In fact, let's uh, open up the phone lines and uh, invite folks to call. It's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family have access to a fiduciary financial planning team. Our holistic planning process takes a look at your entire financial picture. We break it down to an easily understandable financial review and confirm that you have enough to last the rest of your life and also that you'll be able to have a ton of fun. That's at least what we want you to be able to do. So as a thank you for listening to the show, we'll perform a complimentary financial review of your portfolio and see if you might need a more comprehensive plan. That review begins with us listening to you. We want to know what your main concerns are, what your worries are in regards to your financial planning future, whether that's outliving your money, deciding what social security strategy to choose, recognizing the amount of fees that you're currently paying, or you want to be more tax efficient. Our advisors at Northern Alliance Financial will collaborate and put together our best ideas specific for you. And as a thank you for listening to the show today, we'll perform that easily understandable financial review completely complimentary. How can we put you in a better financial position? Well, hey, that's a great opportunity, folks. That's why we give you the chance to to come on in, sit down and review your individual circumstances. Again, with no cost, no obligation. What about risk? Do you know how much risk you are taking? Are there any red flags that could be a problem for you down the line? How about paying fees or commissions? Do you really know? And tax liabilities? Yes, the folks at Northern Alliance Financial can help with a tax strategy. And of course, a lifetime retirement income plan that includes maximizing your Social Security benefits. Take advantage of this complimentary review by calling us right now. 833-856-1384. 833-856-1384. Listeners are keeping the questions coming, and we love it. We'll tackle your questions when we come right back. In life, there are defining moments. You may kiss the brown. You got the job, buddy! Retirement is one of those standout, exhilarating times. Carpe diem. Seize the day. Meet at no cost with our local independent team who are here to help coach you along this journey. Call Lance Gilman, 833-856-1384. That's 833-856-1384. This story proves that perseverance truly does pay off. It did in a really big way here. In 2004, developers Will and Arthur Zeckendorf bought the Mayflower Hotel in Manhattan's Upper West Side, along with several adjacent lots, for a little over $400 million. Their goal was to create the city's most exclusive residential building. 
They had a big challenge first, though. The tenants of the Mayflower Hotel could not be evicted. They had to legally buy them out. There were four men, all bachelors, left as residents, and the money started adding up. One of the men, 98 years old, accepted $1 million to leave. The second one, an aging show business agent, also in his 90s, took a similar sum. The third tenant was the son of World War II General Douglas I. Shell Return MacArthur. The best account shows he moved out for $650,000. Then there was Herbert Sukunik, the last one, and he didn't want to go, so he stayed and the developers did everything in their power to get him to leave. They even started noisy construction around his side of the building, but he stayed. And after two years, Sukunik received a reported $17 million to vacate the building, plus an additional $2 million replacement condo, which would be rented out to him for just $1 a month. Now that's perseverance paying off. Maybe perseverance is not the right word. Maybe just plain stubbornness. I want money. For Funny Money, I'm Dave Perkins. And uh, we are back on Financial Safari, segment four. That means it's questions from listeners. Uh, Derek Hewitt is here. Derek is an independent fiduciary with Northern Alliance Financial, part of the team of, uh, you know, you've got, I mean, not only the, the, you advisors, but I mean, your, your backup staff, I mean, from Ashley to, to I mean, there's just a lot of good people that I, I end up talking to. And, and uh, you know, it's, a, it's very pleasant. Yeah, you know, they, I love the staff we have. I wouldn't be able to do what I, I do and any advisors for that sake if we didn't have them because they allow us to be able to do what we like to do, which is meet with with uh, clients, potential clients, and help them in any way we can. And the staff is here to assist us in, in many ways. One of the ways they do is just by taking care of all the administrative stuff, calling, rescheduling, doing all this stuff that, you know, really don't need, you really don't need me to do. And they're great, personable. And uh, a lot of my clients love calling in and talking to, you know, Ashley and Darcy. And so, yeah, yeah we, I'd say we have a very personable and likable staff. Absolutely. Sure. Well, and along with that, you do some, uh, you pack the folks in for your workshops. And I know that they're all on the website, nafinancialadvisors.com. But talk about that for a second, because you guys are busy doing doing workshops from one end of the state to the other. Yeah. So, you know, I briefly touched on it earlier, but uh, this is the busy time for our workshops uh, between now and then, you know, even into the spring. But the fall is probably one of our busiest times. We have workshops all over the state. Um, we have different types of workshops. I'm sure for anybody listening, if you're interested in attending a workshop, we most likely have something going on in your area in the next two to three months. And, you know, the best way to go about finding out, you know, what's going on is to just give us a call and uh, they can, uh, our staff can clue you in as to, you know, what's happening. But, you know, this, the workshops we have, I mean, we have an asset preservation, we have a state planning attorney come talk. Uh, we do, as I said before, the luncheon workshops, um, and we do social security planning workshops. So we have a bunch of them happening, and I'm sure we've got things going on in your area for anybody listening. 833-856-1384 is the phone number to call, but you can visit the website, nafinancialadvisors.com. Now at that site, you'll not only see all of the, the workshops that are scheduled, but also there's some great information there about what, about the team, about you guys and gals, and uh, also just some good retirement information. There's some current event kind of stuff there. And uh, I mean, again, you keep that, you keep that website hopping. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of information on that website for anybody that's 
listening that, uh, you know, maybe this is your first time listening. You can find out more about us and the team there. We, uh, we also have our TV shows, uh, which air every weekend as well, but they're also up on the website for people if they want to see what we look like and so, and instead of just sound like. So there's a lot of stuff that are, that are on there for folks that can uh, learn more about the team and a lot of education stuff too. We have weekly, um, weekly, um, blogs that go out there as well. And so just a lot of stuff there for folks that want to learn more about us. Good stuff indeed. Um, 833-856-1384 is the phone number. If you want to give us a call, get a head start. Um, Let's jump into some questions here. We've got Meg in Portland and Meg is wondering, is there any way I can locate 401k accounts that I had previously lost track of? Yeah, well, and, and listen, this is Meg. This is absolutely there is. There's there's few different ways uh, that you can do it, uh, and this is this is common. You know, I have people coming in that, you know, maybe they had a job for five years or so, and they were thirty to thirty five, and you know, they forgot all about it or just haven't really kept track of where things are in the four hundred one k. And so there's a couple, or like I said, a few different ways you can go about doing it. One thing, the easiest way is to just contact your old employer. You know, if you can find anything, a statement or anything, contact the HR department for your old employer and see if they can help you out. Now, that doesn't always work because you may, company may not exist anymore. And so there's, those things do happen. So in in that situation, what you can also do is you can search um, databases for unclaimed assets. And you can certainly do that that way. The National Registry of Unclaimed Retirement Benefits would be a good start. And then you can also search using the National Association of Unclaimed Property. Uh, and you can go and see if your name pops up there. Uh, and so those are some of the ways that you can go about doing it. And probably the easiest way, there is another way. It's a little more, more complicated. I would say those those right there should get you where you need to go. Um, okay. So, yeah. Well, and again, if, you, if you're not in a hurry, um, the Secure Act 2.0 uh, addressed just that. And uh, so starting in 2025, there's going to be a, a way to search for essentially retirement account lost and found. And, and it was it was interesting. So I, I remember when the Secure Act 2.0 was passed and all this stuff, I remember reading that. And then I got to thinking about it. It's like, well, I know why they want to do that, because they want their money. Absolutely. Yeah, because <laughs> until you want. withdraw the money, they don't get paid. Exactly. <laughs> so, so they want yeah. you to find that money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, give us a call, uh, Meg. And um, let's see. We've got Phil now in Lyman. Phil says, what do I need to include to correctly do a Roth conversion without getting pushed into a higher tax bracket? Now, do I need to include things such as dividends and capital gains from non-qualified accounts? Any thoughts or insight would be helpful. It seems like there's a lot going on there. Yeah, Phil, you know, I mean, I don't know what your expertise in or, or how much you do know, but I would typically recommend you kind of get something signed off by at least an accountant before you start doing these things. But to answer your question, yeah, you need to take those things into consideration. Um, you need to take capital gains, uh, absolutely, because long-term capital gains, even, even though you pay less in taxes for that, that still gets added to your adjusted gross income. And so does obviously your, you know, your dividends and, and those sort of things from your non-qualified accounts. So you need to take all of that into consideration. Uh, and it's important because you need to know what your tax bracket is going to be or have an idea of where it's going to be, because anything you move over during that Roth conversion is going to be taxed at that rate. And I, people will come in oftentimes asking about these things and we'll talk and, and we'll put a plan, but I always like to have an accountant sign off on that just to make sure that they understand uh, and, and we know for certain kind of where they're going to be. But 
yeah, Phil, those things you need to take into consideration. Absolutely. 833-856-1384, Phil, give us a call. Tony is in Brewer, and that's Tony with an I, so I'm thinking that's a girl um, or woman. And uh, you, we, Tony is asking, where do you keep your emergency fund? I maintain at least $20,000 in a savings account with my basic credit union, but the uh, APY is only 0.53%. I want to make the most of the money I'm saving. Yeah, you know, that emergency fund is there for an emergency. So uh, I would say typically you would keep it in a checking or a savings account and you're probably not getting much more than what you're getting right there. Uh, But that's not why it's there. Uh, It's there because you want to have easy, quick access in the case of an emergency. And I will often tell folks for an emergency fund, I would recommend putting at least a year's worth of, um, of monthly expenses uh, six months is good, but I, I would go more towards a year. Uh, and there's a, a couple reasons. But the main reason is because if there's a downturn in the market, then they can rely off it a little bit more without taking funds and you know having to worry about it taking that much time for them to recover. So sure. yeah, so to answer the question for you, Tony, um, I, I think you're fine with where you're at. Uh, but I would look at your monthly expenses and I would think about possibly adding to your emergency fund, depending on where you are and how old you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it might not be a bad idea. All right. 833-856-1384 is the number. Tony and uh, Anne is in Bangor, has a question. I've heard lots of success stories online from folks that use bonds or annuities, but crypto seems to have made the biggest splash so i wanted to ask which of the three options would result in my paying the least in taxes well yeah so uh, crypto certainly has made a splash Uh, i can tell you here at northern alliance financial we uh really don't do much if anything with crypto specifically it's just um for us you know we just there's just not enough about it that we know and that is really known in general to make sure that this is a safe allocation to be in. So we usually don't allocate anything in crypto. And we get people asking about it because you see these stories on you know, TV and hear them on the radio. But as far as what the least amount of taxes is going to be, it really depends on the type of money. So if you're talking, Anne, about money that's just coming from your you know, checking or savings account, money that's already been taxed, uh, your best bet is an annuity because with an annuity, uh, you're not going to pay any taxes on any of the earnings until you take the money out. So that is for money that's considered non-qualified after tax money. And there is no other vehicle out there that I know of that will allow that. So if you take that same money and you put it in a CD, uh, you know, the 5% or whatever you may be getting this year, you're going to be, you're going to receive a 1099 for that. Uh, And I would imagine it's going to be the same thing with crypto. Uh, So, you know, if it's after tax, non-qualified money uh, with an annuity, you do, you, you do not have to pay any taxes until you actually withdraw the money. Sure. All right. Well, I, I mean, that that makes sense. And and again, the whole crypto thing, it just it kind of just goes hot and cold. And and I mean, again, like you said, it's a little convoluted and, and it just seems like you look around and a lot of people have lost a lot of money. Yeah. You know, I, when someone asks about crypto, which is it's perfectly normal for them to ask because they're seeing these things on TV. And, you know, especially if you take last year out when it did really, really, really well, um, you know, they'll ask and I'll say, well, if, if you're going to do it, don't put in more than you're willing to lose. And then it's not the end of the world, right? Sure. Uh, but I certainly wouldn't hedge your retirement or, or, or put a, a large portion of your actual retirement funds in that because we just really don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
We don't. Yeah, exactly. 833-856-1384. Uh, let's see. we got time for one more. I want to go to Bob and Wyndham. Uh, Bob says, uh, <laughs> he's challenging you here. Bob says, how would it benefit me to see a financial planner? I ask because I have a million dollars liquid, a substantial IRA, and mutual funds already and continue to earn 200000 a year through my salary. I'm 65, but I plan to work a few more years. Uh, yes, I have my mutual fund advisor who I speak to once a quarter. Is there a need for more? I think so. Yeah, well, you know, your mutual fund advisor, Bob, is just really going to advise you on that one mutual fund. And so, well, you know, they may have your best interests in mind there. I mean, there's really not a lot of information there. They're just giving you advice on the one mutual fund that you're in. There's so much more to it than that. Uh, and so, you know, your situation, Bob, it depends on what you're looking to do in retirement. Are you looking to create a legacy? Um, you know, what are these things you're looking to do? And so that those are things that we would need to know. And I think would certainly be beneficial um, for any advisor to sit down with and, and really kind of go through that because we could help you on the tax side, make sure that we're doing things in a tax efficient manner. And if you're looking to pass down money to, you know, your children or a charity, we want to make sure we can do that as, as best as possible. And also look at all these, um, all these, you know, red flags or things that potentially could happen um, that we can help address. Because listen, this is something that we do every day. Mm -hmm. And so it sounds like you've got a good handle on things so far, Bob. And you know, I would always say it's it's always worth a conversation. Sure. And then see where you go from there. Sounds good. Give us a call, Bob. Uh, Derek, I'd love to sit down with you and have that conversation. 833-856-1384. Let's put the wraps on this one. Let's invite folks to call one last time. It's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family have access to a fiduciary financial planning team. Our holistic planning process takes a look at your entire financial picture. We break it down to an easily understandable financial review and confirm that you have enough to last the rest of your life and also that you'll be able to have a ton of fun. That's at least what we want you to be able to do. So as a thank you for listening to the show, we'll perform a complimentary financial review of your portfolio and see if you might need a more comprehensive plan. That review begins with us listening to you. We want to know what your main concerns are, what your worries are in regards to your financial planning future, whether that's outliving your money, deciding what social security strategy to choose, recognizing the amount of fees that you're currently paying, or you want to be more tax efficient. Our advisors at Northern Alliance Financial will collaborate and put together our best ideas specific for you. And as a thank you for listening to the show today, we'll perform that easily understandable financial review completely complimentary. How can we put you in a better financial position? Hey, that sounds fantastic, folks. Go ahead, give us a call right now. Really, it's a great opportunity for you to review your individual circumstances. And our goal here at the show is to really help you make the best decision for you. If you've got questions about the things we talked about today, how it might apply in your own situation, Derek would love to hear from you. Just give us a call, 833-856-1384, 833-856-1384. Derek, as always, a pleasure to talk with you. And, uh, and again, we just cover a lot of ground and it goes by very quickly. Yeah, so Steve, it was a great show today and I'm looking forward to uh, the next time we get a chance to speak. All right, me too. And folks, we really do appreciate you listening and we're going to come back next week with new questions and topics. All that and more on Financial Safari with Derek Hewitt. Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, hereafter known as Foundations, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The content provided is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. 
The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity offering or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any discussions of specific strategies are for informational purposes only and have been provided to help determine whether they may be appropriate for your specific situation. If applicable, the primary goal in converting retirement assets into a Roth IRA is to reduce the future tax liability on the distributions you take in retirement or on the distributions of your beneficiaries. Each individual investor situation is different and ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Nothing herein constitutes a recommendation that any security portfolio of securities or investment strategy is suitable for any person. No legal or tax advice is provided. Please review your retirement, tax, and legacy planning strategies with a legal or tax professional before transacting or implementing any strategy discussed herein. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to investment advisory products. Rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. This is not endorsed or affiliated with the Social Security Administration, any federal Medicare program, or any U.S. government agency. If applicable, we do not offer every plan available in your area. Any information we provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all of your options. All rights reserved.